This is episode 334 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we're going to chat about why so many of us struggle with goal setting and the influence that diet culture had on the way we think about goal setting and the way we approach pursuing our goal and what we can do instead. You ready? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show, the only podcast that teaches you how to reshape your mind, not your body, to make your life better, bigger, and bolder, your undieted life. I'm your host, Stephanie Dodier, reform dieter, nutritionist, and coach. You ready? Let's do this. Hello, my dear sisters. Hope you're doing well. This podcast got inspired from the two-day event I just came off, the Enough, More Than Enough Masterclass that happened just three days ago over the weekend. So I'm recording this on September the 21st, and the event was on Saturday and Sunday. And there was so much goodness in that workshop. If you were there, you know exactly what I was, what I'm talking about here right now. And we asked the participant, what's the part of the workshop that like gave you the most power, the most transformation? And it was the section where we talked about our goal. So the framework of the More Than Enough Masterclass was to, on day one, understand why we don't feel good enough, why we have this self-critical narrative in our head. And on day two, the next day, we spent three hours understanding what we want to have in our life to create our better, fuller, and bolder life. And with that came goals. And I taught the ladies in the class a new way of thinking about goal and the reason why we struggle with goals. Because the reality is, for most of us, after being entrenched in diet culture or healthism or hating our body, setting goals is something we despise, (laughs) something we struggle with because of the way we interacted with goals when we were pursuing a smaller body or pursuing eating better. And the main reason why we struggle with goal setting today is because of the experience and all that came from not achieving our goal and the way we were pursuing our goal back then. And we think that's the only way to pursue goals. So we're thinking today, even though we're not pursuing health or diet culture or obsession with eating clean, we think we need to go back to this way, the past way of pursuing goal. And that is not true. So I'm gonna teach you today a new perspective on goal that is kind, that is compassionate, that is fun, that is how I create what I have in my life right now, how we approach goals in all of my program, how I do it with all the professional that I coach as well. And it's not the diet culture way. Now, before on 
to get onto the how-to, I want to give you a little bit of background as to why we need goals. Because the fact is, setting goals is healthy for humans. It stimulates part of our brain, it stimulates our nervous system, it allows us to engage with life in a forward-leaning approach. It allows us to practice believing in ourselves. If we do it in a way that is kind and compassionate and allows you to feel good as you are pursuing the goal. So setting goals is healthy. Humans have had goals since humans were on this planet. Think about this. Back in the days, our goal was just to survive. Our goals were to like hunt enough food to eat. Our goal was shelter. Our goal were surviving all our enemies. Today, none of that is necessary. But the foundation of having a purpose and a goal is still something that the human needs. Now, if you didn't have the experience from diet culture or healthism or wellness culture of goals, would you today resist setting goals? That is the question. And it's interesting. When I ask this question to people that are not in my world, meaning they weren't pursuing changing their body or shrinking their body, and I talk about goals, people enjoy having goals. And a few years ago, when I was having this, these discussions with people, and I realized it was me that hated the process of goals, and I was seeing the same thing in my client, I have to think, like, why is that? Why is that that I dread the process of setting goals? Why do I see the same thing in my client? And what I realize is that the way I approach goals back in the days was to chase my worth. It was to chase the feeling that when I actually achieved the goal, I was going to be good enough. My worth or worthiness was anchored in all of my goals. That it was a goal in my career. When I reach this job, people are going to take me seriously. People are going to see that I'm worth it. I'm going to make enough money to show the world that I'm smart enough. Or that it is the goal of being at a certain weight. Finally, I'm going to be confident. Finally, people are not going to think that I'm lazy because I let myself get fat. And the same thing with exercise, right? When I exercise enough, when I'm good enough in exercising, I'm going to tone my body and I'm going to look fit. Does that sound familiar to you? It was a kind of a do or die mindset. And it was from the foundation, the pursuit of my goals were always from the foundation that something was wrong with me that I needed to fix in order to be allowed to be enough. Or that I was going to be allowed when I reached my goal to feel confident. 
or I was going to be allowed when I reach my goal to enter a room at my work and take space. It was always my goals were trying to fix me. And I realized that for myself. And I realized that every group program I was running, every professional that I was coaching, their goals were the same place. They were all coming from that place of wanting to do more, do enough to feel enough. And this is why we struggle with goal setting because our worthiness is intrinsically dependable on us achieving the goal. You can think about this as a traumatic experience. We have traumatized ourselves through how we were taught to pursue goals. And today, when we think about goal, we get this shiver through our entire nervous system that said, no, not a goal again. Because the experience of setting the goal and pursuing the goal was extremely traumatic because it was a daily reminder that we weren't enough. And guess what? Humans are born innately worthy. All of you, all of me, all the people in the world are born innately worthy. And then we, when we believe that we aren't enough because of, of all the things we've heard, we've been taught, because of all the message from diet culture, from white supremacy, from wellness culture, whatever your marginalized identity is, we get this constant reminder, hey, hey, no, you, you're not enough. Everybody else is, but you, until you behave this way, you have this body, you're that health status, you are not enough. You need to buy my program and then you're gonna earn the right to be enough. And then you go into the program, into the thing, and then you set the goal to achieve the thing so you can finally feel enough. And that's very traumatic to any human being. Because humans are worthy, you are worthy, you are enough right now. But every step of the way of your goal, you are reminded that you are not good enough. That is the problem of the current way we are approaching goals. And that today, even though you're not part of diet culture, if you don't change your perspective, if you don't change the way you define goals and goal setting and goal pursuing for you, all you have is the past experience, the past knowing of goals this is why today you don't want to pursue another goal or you're resisting or you're hating the process of it is because you're referring to the past event and you are applying it to the way you're doing it today. And here's where the most toxic part of the oppressive way of setting goals is that we're delaying feeling better. No matter what the goal is, we're delaying feeling enough, feeling worthy, and we're delaying feeling whatever that goal is supposed to bring to us. I'll give you an example outside of the context of health and weight and right, what unite us in this community. I'm going to go like 
in something that I coached over the weekend, one of the participants, she wanted to be more creative. She was an artist. She was an artist. From what I gathered in coaching her, she was painting, or she was writing, sorry, she was a writer. She wanted to express herself through her writing. And the way she was engaging with goals was from what she had learned in the past. She was a former dieter, like so many of us, is that she needed to write the whole book before allowing herself to call herself a writer, to be in her creative version of herself. She needed to prove through writing the whole book that she was a creative person, that she was a writer. She was delaying feeling artistic until the goal was achieved. So the whole way in the goal, the whole way while she was writing the book, she wasn't enough to call herself a writer, to be in her creative energy. I want you to think about that in your life. I'll give you an example for me in business. When I started this business that I'm in, which is coaching women, non-diet approach online, when I closed my clinic in Toronto and I came to the world of online, I hired a coach, a business coach, to help me understand the online world. And one of the things that he did was to make me set a goal, right? A, a financial goal that I wanted to achieve. And then my brain took this goal and said, I think at the time was $50,000 a year <clears throat> in revenue in my business. And so my brain at that time, I had a not unlearned diet culture Though I wasn't dieting, I was still thinking like a dieter. So I looked at the $50,000 goal in my business and I said, okay, I am not an online business owner. I cannot call myself an online business owner until I've achieved that goal. And then I went to work trying to prove that this business could work and I delayed feeling the freedom, my desired feeling in that goal was freedom. I delayed myself from experiencing freedom until I could see my financial statement saying $50,000 a year. I hustle with a capital H to get to the $50,000 so I can finally say, okay, now I made it. I'm officially an online entrepreneur who experienced life and freedom. When I got there, I collapsed. I literally collapsed. I was burnt right out. I was, a, I was not in a state to be able to coach people. I literally had to take three months off because... I didn't allow myself to experience the freedom every step of the way. I hustled to earn the right to experience freedom. And this is what diet culture, wellness culture, all the, 
social construct and system of oppression is teaching us is that we are not enough. We need to set a goal to comply to their standard so that we can earn the right to be enough. And here's what happened when we operate from the old paradigm of goal setting. We need to hustle. We need willpower. We need discipline. We need to organize. We need to plan. We require control because every step of the way, the thought is, I'm not good enough until I get, quote, there. And then we feel anxious. We feel self-doubt. We feel the opposite of what we're chasing, the feeling behind our goal. We feel the opposite. We don't naturally want to take action. Like who wants to take action when they're waking up every day feeling not good enough? Who wants to be a creative and write novels when every day they wake up thinking, I'm not good enough to call myself a writer. What kind of creative energy does that give you? That's why for me, when I was pursuing the $50,000 goal, I had lists of things to do that were my long. I was working 14, 15 hours a day, like hustling hard because I wasn't excited. I needed to use willpower and discipline to force myself to take the action. And that's what, I mean, for all of us who have dieted, you know exactly what I'm talking about, is the exact same pattern. But here's the thing, it doesn't have to be this way. That's one way of understanding of pursuing a goal. That's one perspective on why we set goals. I'm gonna offer you a completely different perspective. That's the one that I offered to my student in the Enough Masterclass. The purpose of a goal is not to get the thing. The purpose of a goal is to become the version of yourself to feel the emotion and the feeling of that version of yourself who has the thing. A goal is a container. A goal is a playground. A goal is a container for you to practice becoming the version of yourself. What do I mean by version of yourself? A version of yourself, who you are, your identity, your self-concept, your self-image. That's what I mean by the version of yourself. Your self-concept, who you think you are, your opinion of yourself is made out of your beliefs and your thoughts about yourself and the way you feel. The result of your feelings and your thoughts create the way you feel. So the purpose of a goal is to become the person who thinks the thoughts that creates the feeling you desire. We're gonna work on an example on body image because that's most of us here. You want to become a person who is confident in her now body. Your work in doing body image work and like, I don't know, 
coaching with me on body image. The work is not to have a checklist of all the things you need to do. I need to spend 10 minutes in front of a mirror. I need to do some self-coaching for 10 minutes a day. That's not the work. <laughs> That's the diet culture way of approaching the work of healing your body image. The way that I'm engaging with goals, the way that I'm talking about goals today, and the way we do goals inside of Undiet Your Life, it's not that. The goal is every day to become the person who thinks body-neutral thoughts from day one that creates the body confidence feeling. That's the work. The work is to wake up and think intentional thoughts that are going to lead you to feel confident today. And then your work throughout the day is to redirect your mind every time the old thought comes up from thy culture, you're too big. Your work is to redirect that thought to say, thank you, but no, my body is not a sign of my worth is to retrain your mind to think in a way that are gonna create the confidence today. The work is to feel confident today so you take action today as a body confident person. So an example of that would be, I was coaching someone in the Enough Masterclass on that, taking small step. Example, starting to clean your closet, starting to remove in your closet the clothes that don't fit you. If you haven't done that yet, let me just say to you, from lived experience and from having coached hundreds of people on that, it's an emotional right. Like to sit in the middle of your closet and to say, okay, all of this stuff here, it's too small, and I'm not gonna get small like this again. I'm accepting my body as it is today and I'm not daydreaming anymore that I'm gonna become smaller. I have to take piece by piece and put it in a bag for donation. That's an emotional ride. That's the work. The work is to coach yourself through this experience of having to clean out your closet. And often it's by chunk of 10 minutes because the mental and emotional effort that is required to stay in your confident feeling and in your body neutral thought while you're cleaning your closet is exhausting. But that's the work. That's the work is to do 10 minutes of it, put it away, and a week later come back and do another 10 minutes of it, right? And you don't have to do it because it's on the list. You're doing it because every day you're feeling confident and when you walk into your closet and you look at these clothes, you disconnect from that confidence and you realize that these clothes are taking you away from feeling the confidence today. That's why we set goals. We set goals to become the version of ourselves who thinks the thought that are gonna create the confidence in us. 
We no longer rely on external cues like having achieved the goal, making that much money, being that small in our body. We take full responsibility for creating what we want in our life, which is feelings, a way of being, a way of showing up into the world taking full responsibility to no longer delay feeling enough, delaying feeling better. That's how system of oppression, that's how diet culture and wellness culture keeps a grip on us by telling us we have to delay feeling better, we have to delay feeling enough until we achieve their standards. And to that we say, fuck off. <laughs> That's how we need to change the way we think about goals. Like literally, we need to have a new definition of goals in our brain. We need to tell our brain, okay, I used to think that this was a goal and this is we approach goal. As of today, this is my definition of goals. This is what and how I'm going to approach goal. And I'm moving forward in that direction. That's the work. That's the work. The work is about you feeling better today. No more delaying feeling better and feeling enough. Become the version of yourself who thinks of herself as enough in day one of the pursuit of the goal. Not on day 90 when the goal is achieved. No, day one today. Think thoughts, feel feelings, take action as if you are already enough. You know why? Because you are enough. That's what we did this weekend in the Enough Masterclass. We, first of all, took time to understand what we wanted. What does that better, fuller, and bolder life looks for us? Because it's individual to each one of us. And then, what do we want to bring into our life that will create that better, fuller, and bolder life? And then we set a goal on it from this perspective. And then we learn how to coach our mind to create thoughts today to feel better today and to feel enough today. That's what we're going to continue to do. That's what we do. That's what we've been doing inside of Undiet Your Life. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't, you didn't attend the Enough Masterclass, but this is what you need, this is what we're going to be doing in Undiet Your Life, come and join us. Come and completely change your perspective on goals so you can feel better today. I love you, my sister, and I'll see you on the next podcast. If you are loving what you're learning on the podcast, you have to come and check out Undiet Your Life. This is where we get to hang out together, where you get the individual help applying the concept thought on the podcast while learning new coaching tool that will make your life even more amazing. It's also where you get to apply the learning to think better, eat better, and feel better and create your undieted life, your better, bigger, and bolder life. Go to stephaniedoze.com forward slash join. 
I'd love to have you join us inside of Undiet Your Life, and I'll see you on the other side.